1: Live, well, brother. I think you gotta unmute yourself. I think you gotta unmute yourself.
2: Should be like a maybe a button on the bottom left.
1: Be like on the bottom left. I think. <laughs> See if I can unmute you. I don't know if I can. Uh huh. Should be like an unmute button somewhere.
2: Or maybe just try to back out and come back in if it's
1: messing up. I can't hear you. Uh, Check, check. I can't hear you, okay. hand of God. Still, I still can't hear you. I can't hear you. This, uh, there's
2: a
3: mute and an unmute button. That's where It's supposed to um be able to use your mic on your phone. Hey, take your t- take your earbuds
2: out. Uh, take your earbud out of your phone. Because it may it, it may be trying to access your microphone on your earbud. Maybe it
1: may it may be take that out. I don't know if you can hear me or not. All right. Huh. Crazy. <clears throat> got gotcha. you you got me
3: here's something now yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> finally what was it was it the, was
3: uh the, the mic it was it? a yeah it
0: was it was asking me about the microphone
4: mm-hmm. and
0: then um man i just i don't know what went through my head just i just clicked no <laughs> but at the same time it was kind of just like all right well uh i'll just redo it you know what i mean so i yeah. it actually when i kept pushing the unmute button it send me. It would tell me a little dialogue would come up and say, okay, you got to go to settings. Oh, okay. Tell you how to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So, we good now, brother. Awesome, <laughs> I appreciate your time, man. I appreciate your time. Yeah, definitely. alright I'm going
3: to go ahead and share it out on social media because um, we'll be live on YouTube and then I edit it on the back end to go live with uh, um, on the podcast and stuff like that. Okay. Like apps and iTunes and stuff. All right, cool.
0: I'm going to share it out now. <clears throat> I got some notes. I wrote a few notes. Like I said, I'm going to be talking this weekend coming up. So just using okay. some of my old notes, but yeah. most of it's just going to be by experience. And
3: yeah, definitely. Whatnot, so. definitely. Um, learning to hear the voice of God, right? Amen. That's a good title. Okay.
0: Cool. Yeah, yeah. Right. However, you want to. It's yeah. a prophetic voice, voice, whatever. Yeah, we um, talk about yeah. all that, so
3: it'll <clears throat> be good. All right, uh, make sure I got everything shared out on my end. Um, okay.
2: That's good, that's good.
3: All right, so um, when I click go live, it'll be a, a intro. The intro is about a minute and a half. Uh, You won't be able to hear it, and uh, then I'll come in and do my little spiel and then bring you right in. So I just, like, say thank you to all the supporters and stuff like that and just bring you right in. Okay. So it'll be about, about a minute and a half. You won't be able to hear the intro playing, though. Okay. All right. So that's shared out. Okay.
2: All right, here we go. Let me check one thing. Let's see.
3: Podcast. That's me, you. Hey, right, see if you could do this. It it looks a little bit better. See if you could turn your phone
1: sideways. Okay. Battle. There you go. That's better. And it's Carlos Martinez with Rising Saints, right? I yeah. You right. yeah. Okay. Do
2: you have a website yet?
0: No, you know what? Um, I was working on a Wix one, yeah. but man, I, I just got so <laughs> tied up. And then the money came down, you know, the, you know my donors, they just hit the season, so the money came down. So I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I just wait. I just say, okay, Lord, you know, I'm just going to wait on this. And then let him do his thing, you know, but I was working with...
3: Maybe they better was, help a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I was working with Wix, obviously, because it's, like, cheaper. I was taking that route, but um, I'm just, I'm on social media, man. Yeah. And so that's where I'm at right now. So, you know, it's it's free. <laughs> yeah, I heard yeah. <laughs> It All takes right. better when it's free. <laughs> right.
1: All right. Here we go. No. Where you at, man? Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is the True
2: Seeker
3: podcast. I'm your host, True Seeker. Got another exciting episode for you guys. Uh, awesome subject matter, like always. We like to get into some of the spirituality and and, and things of the Bible, and uh, so today is the same thing. Learning to hear the voice of God. Learning how to uh, harness in or hone in on your own prophetic. Voice own prophetic giftings, and uh, there's a lot to be said about this subject. We're going to get into it today. I got a, a friend of mine I've been building with for some time, and he and it just so happened I sent him over the uh, the subject matter, and he's going to be teaching a course on it this um, weekend. So it just kind of actually fell into place, and he'll almost get to practice it today. So <laughs> <laughs> excited to have him on. Um, before we get to that, I gotta say thank you to all the patrons, everybody who's supporting over at Patreon.com. Backslash True Seeker. Um, a couple names I got to say thank you to uh, right off the bat. Um, the newest patrons we have Jonathan, uh, Baina, Baina, B A E N A. Is that is that Spanish? Baina? I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Jonathan Baina, brother. Thank you. Joshua Fluman, what's up, Joshua? Joshua's been supporting for a while on the on the old uh, platform that I had, and uh, he's been consistent there, dude. Brother, thank you for, for all of your support, and we're going to be doing a, a show soon with Joshua Fluman as well. <coughs> Matthew Osborne, thank you. Welcome to the, the uh, family, brother. Um, Joshua Hogue. All of you guys, some of the new names, just got to give you guys a quick shout out and say thank you for supporting me. If you guys want to support at any level of giving, anywhere from a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you're able to do, you could do that at patreon.com backslash true seeker. There you're able to access my entire discography, which is like 10 plus albums. You get all the unreleased music. Um, I'm working on a new album, and as I'm done with the song, I upload each track to patreon as soon as it's done try to get a good mix on it put it up there for you guys so there's a bunch of music there uh within the last two weeks i put up two new songs and uh i'm excited to get the work out there to you guys who are supporting um so also we're doing this too it's kind of like taking it to the next level um because we just there's so many new people coming aboard and the podcast is is something for you guys to listen to and and, and i think many of you guys who are um not in a, a home church or anything like that, and you guys listen to this as your teaching as your fellowship, but we 're wanting to take it to the next level and essentially uh, birth the online community so for everybody who 's supporting you 're going to get access as well to the school of the mystics is something that we 're going to be doing every thursday night we 're going to be uh, everything we 're talking about now like we 're talking about hearing the voice of god we 're going to practice that, and we can practice hearing the voice of God we can practice the presence of God, and so um prayer activation all of that stuff just forming a community because i reach out i i get inboxes from so many people how the podcast is changing their life and uh but it has to be some type of fellowship some type of community so that's what we're going to try to birth there thursday nights the school of the mystics uh if you support on patreon you get access to that it's going to be private uh if we need to do confession we just need to do prayer it's going to be private um just only people who are affiliated with us and uh I'm excited about that. And there's just so many people who, who I see the potential in to move to the next level. Um, I'm able to see that. Um, and we, we have to birth that. We have to activate it. And we have to pray for that and, and bring those things out of you. That's what this is going to do. So this is what we're trying. School of the Mystics, Thursday night, 7 p.m. Central, uh, patreon.com backslash Truthseeker. You can also get access by just going to the website, truthseeker.com, and click on School of the Mystics. And I have a countdown timer on there. Uh, for the next session we also have um, the, the stream schedule on the website as well so everybody gets to know when we're going live so you guys can catch us and call in the phone lines are open all that good stuff call in say hello if you have any questions or comments or you need prayer right now call in at the end of the show we'll take some of your calls and uh get into it but yeah from the bottom of my heart 2018 we're going strong thank you guys man patreon.com backslash seeker all right
0: with all that out the way
3: I'm going to welcome my guest, Carlos Martinez from Rising Saints Ministry. What's going on, my brother?
0: All right, brother, right here, you know, blessed and honored. And I want to thank you so much for, you know, blessing me and, and, and uh, in your artwork. Man, I appreciate it. And it's, it's fire all the time. It's fire. Uh, Thanks, <laughs> I got future stuff, man. I love it, man. Uh, the zeal that's behind the image and the creativity, man, it's, it's amazing, man. So I really. And blessed and honored by that. And also thank you so much for, you know, putting me on the podcast show, man. It's, it's awesome. The truth seeker podcast show, man, y'all out there, you need to connect with my brother, Derek, if y'all need some artwork or, you know, just simply just donate, give everything he just said, man. So it's a blessing. It's an honor, brother. I thank appreciate you, brother. you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you, yes, sir. Thank you for
3: honoring me, man. Um <clears throat> That's how we met. Um Probably through Jamie Ruckman. Probably. I'm not really sure about you needed some artwork. You needed a flyer, something like that. So, um, he sent you my name my information i started i did some work for you on on your flyers for some of your events that you had Mm -hmm. and i noticed that you were a prophetic speaker and and so that always piques my interest Um, i'm definitely moving into prophetic giftings and um, i think that that's a needed part in the body of christ and i've heard it Mm -hmm. said that if we deny the spiritual gifts that we're denying people a part of jesus what would you say to that
0: um you know what that is all jesus Um, you you can't pick and choose what you want because it's, it, you know, God is, you know, God is big. And so why not tap into more? Um, and and if you separate the both then you're only tapping into what's mental and not what's by heart. Mm -hmm. So what's by heart will manifest. So whatever you, you engage Jesus by, by fully engaging him, engaging the whole Jesus, then then he starts manifesting. Mm -hmm. So when you divide the two, he won't manifest. But when you divide the whole, then he'll start
1: manifesting.
3: Um, I did a study. I was wanting to go back because we had some friends who we were building with in gospel rap for years. And, um, but then other doctrines would come in and they would find the work of like John MacArthur and stuff like that, which says that like, the gifts of the spirit um, are done away with. It's called um, cessation, that, it, that they, the gifts of the spirit ceased with the apostles, and this is what a, a huge uh, number of people believe, and so I started to do this studying because we had all these people who didn't want to be affiliated because we believed in the gifts, and they would distance themselves just because of that, because we believe in the uh, the gifts of the Spirit uh, that are mentioned throughout the scriptures, um, so I did a studying about looking at Jesus through Matthew and seeing how Jesus would perform miracles and win people over like he would do the the um, miracle or something that had to do with the spirit realm and he would win the person over, he would win the grounds to them to kind of share his message, whether it was healing them or uh, um, feeding them or having a uh, um, a word of wisdom or a, a word of knowledge about a situation. And when that would happen and it was almost like a formula, the gift of, 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 of prophecy would, would come forth and then. Healing, and then he'd win them over, and they would they would follow him. Man, um, what do you say to those who would say that that was for them, that was for a time past, and we just have the gospel, and and that's it? I mean, what would you say to those people?
0: You know, I would say that um, honestly, man, this is a true testimony. I, I used to go to, a, I used to uh, be at a, a local church that's well known around the world. And they didn't study the gifts. They said exactly what that was that the gifts died with the apostles. And so, but in my heart, so I served in that church for two years. Um, and but for some reason in my heart, man, I knew that I just always proclaimed the Holy Spirit in my life, you know. And at that, you know, but when I live when when I live with the type of brethren, um, I mean they're genuine. They got a heart for Jesus. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I believe that. I'm not, a, I'm not a fire brimstone brother, man. Um, but at the same time, the, the Holy Spirit kept tugging on me and tugging on me. And, and finally, after two years of believing that, that doctrine, believing in that, um, man, it was amazing. It was a quick turnaround in my life. Um, God started speaking to me. He started guiding me a lot more. Um, there, like I said, you can't divide the two. Um, because Jesus manifests in whole, and it's just like you said in the New Testament. You know, um, in the New Testament, there's uh, 37 actions of Jesus healing, delivering, and and, and uh, a few actions of the prophetic. And when I started reading that, it started separating me from the doctrine yeah, and started really bringing me into a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. It's just like Jesus had that, that conversation with the woman in Samaria. You know, she said, yeah. well, there's come a time where, they, you know, People will worship the Lord, the Father and Spirit and Truth, and that stuck to me. I said, "Man, what's Spirit and Truth?" And so when I started seeking truth, obviously is biblical, but the truth in reality was a spirit realm of God, a relationship. So when I lived both out, you know, as a testimony, (laughs) it was it was like wow. Now my eyes are open to the next level, but yeah, I would say, man, you know what? Everybody's out there listening. Come on in, man. Come to the spirit realm. Don't be afraid because that's going to be the one that's going to knock you back the most is fear Mm -hmm. when you're coming away from that doctrine. But I would say, you know what, man, God is good. God changed my life. There's a lot of revelant uh, spiritual manifestations when you engage that spirit realm. So I want to welcome everybody to come on this site and try it out, man. Don't be afraid, man, because that'll knock you back in. That's
3: what what, what we hear a lot, the whole, we got to follow him in spirit and, and in truth and, For some, um, that's a division because you're either studying the truth and studying the scriptures and studying the breakdown of words and analogies and what the scriptures mean and what he meant and what these prophecies mean. And and there's so many people in that. I've been there and and it's a good place. Right. But then there's the other side where they don't do no studying. And it's all spirit. It's all we'll make it up as we go. Type of stuff, but I, mm-hmm. I, I found that there's a marriage when you merge the two in the middle, and you and you walk in in knowledge and in wisdom, or you have a zeal with knowledge versus a zeal without knowledge, right? And uh, so many people have that zeal, but no knowledge, no study. But it's joining the spirit and the truth, and not being too far
0: on one side or the other. Right, right. And you think about this, brother. I mean, think about Paul the apostle when he was Saul. You know, he had he had all the head knowledge. Yeah. Right. He had all the head knowledge, but he had position in head knowledge. And as soon as he got knocked off his high horse, he he was like, whoa, you know, after three days, the the spirit manifests. But he confessed it because there was something going on in his heart as he was murdering Christians. Because the first thing that came out of his voice, out of his mouth, when he said, you know, when he got knocked off the high horse, was, who are you, Lord? You know, he spoke to the Lord. But at the same time, you know that he had position and he had head knowledge. And so having head knowledge, you can't separate the two. You've got to bring them together. And I'm going to yep. tell you what, it's a whole different experience of yeah. God. So
3: Yeah, that's so, and so that's why I love doing these podcasts where we kind of talk about it and we give you knowledge. We give you understanding. Amen. And a big part of the knowledge is learning from experience, right? right. We, can, we can tell you, but when you're actually out there doing it and you know how God uses your imagination and God uses your body and feelings and all t- he uses everything in your life to uh, express his love his 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 feelings for towards people and there's so many different different ways we we can we can go about engaging that and that that's the beautiful part of it and that it, it is something natural and so for for a group of people especially believers to say that Um, Those giftings are done away with and those miracles and supernatural abilities and all of this fun stuff is done away with. But guess what? In the realm of the occult, in the realm of of witchcraft and things like that, the new age, it's not done away for them.
0: Right. Right.
3: Why do they get all the fun stuff? Why do Mm. they get to engage the spirit realm and and see miracles and manifestation? But in the church realm, it's dead. I don't believe that one did.
0: Amen, amen, and I'm in total total agreement. You know, <clears throat> when when I was in that um, that form of doctrine for two years, bro, um, what was happening was, you know, I had this one sister who was actually um, her blood related sister, um, and she was she's the one who introduced me to that doctrine, a teaching, you know, that yeah. that the Holy Spirit and the spiritual gifts are done away with. But it was crazy because every time she would talk about that, um, that it was done away with. And then her daughter, my niece, you know, she had like this breast cancer. So there goes my sister laying hands on her. And then all of a sudden she gets healed up. I mean, the spirit is manifesting there, but my sister believed in the spiritual gifts, but she's like, no, brother, they're no longer. So it was contradicting. You know what I mean? It was very contradicting. But at the same time, when she was doing that, it, it felt like what, what, like I said, what I explained about what Paul did earlier. When he confessed Jesus as Lord, when he fell off his horse, you know, there was something in his heart. Something was tugging him already.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And so when something's tugging you, then you know that God's tugging you for a reason. Yeah. Right? He's to put you on a mission because that's what Paul did and that's what we all do. But at the same time, I seen my sister go through that doctrine and she's still in there. But at the same time, she's laying hands. And I'm like, oh, no. so it was contradictory. <laughs> pieces you know of it, mean? pieces of it still exist. Not all of right. it. Right. Some pieces. Yeah. Right. Right, yeah. right. 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 But man, I said, I tell you what, man. Once I started, the Lord started tugging my heart to get off that horse. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> it was fully on, man. It's fully on. So, and you know, that's what that's what keeps us armored up, because you know, it, it, it you know, it's like Ephesians 4:11, where he says, "It's the equipping of the saints." We need to be equipped against the spiritual warfare. Yeah you know and yeah. so that's the equipping of the saints so we be equipped to fight against the spiritual warfare and so uh anyways brother go ahead I'm yeah I'm um
3: so we i get a lot of people um talking about this stuff and and it it's it, it's a must for me to talk about it because i i mean i've had experiences ever since i was a kid with whether it was ghosts or demons or weird dreams or having beings in my room in the middle of the night, mm. crazy mm-hmm. stuff going on, right? Yeah, and trying to make mm-hmm. sense of what it is. Um, and we would go to the pastor, and I, and I, I got to a point where I was in a youth group, and I was having prophetic dreams about the church, about mm. destruction and and warnings that were coming to the church. And I would go to the pastor, and youth pastor, and they would pray against it and say it was just the devil, and mm-hmm. and so. It was like, man, and they and I, I trusted their judgment, but I didn't feel like it was correct. Like, I didn't feel like it was just the devil messing with my head or sending me bad dreams or whatever. I felt like there was supposed to be something done, like it was a warning. And uh ended up uh, going to um, a, a home meeting where they embraced the prophetic gifts, and they, they did the hands-on activation and the prayer and the teaching. And they would have some of the books that showed you, uh, from a Christian perspective, even, uh, uh, the different symbols that that happen in your dream if you have a dream of a lion it could be the devil creeps around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour or the lion could be a symbol of jesus being the conquering lion of the tribe of judah so the, the different uh, symbols and signs in your dreams we have to know how to interpret them but this this home meeting they, they taught this stuff it was we practiced the presence of god we practiced um just being able to pray for one another, and and how these feelings, sensations, and thoughts come to you, and and then you have the the courage to speak them out, and it was okay to mess up, and and so doing that in a safe environment, we were able to grow, and that's kind of what we're going to be doing with the um with the School of the Mystics. We're just going to try to do that online, which I'm excited to do. But um, a lot of this stuff happens when we're kids, man. So do do you have any um uh, experiences? Was God calling you? Was you moving in these areas? As a kid, did you have a any, any any supernatural encounters when when you were young?
0: You know what, um, I I just kind of you know I was raised in a home that was fully you know different religion, um, basic Catholic you know so. Yeah. Uh, but as far as those gifts are concerned, I, I seen the same thing as you did, brother. I was you know growing up, I seen black shadows, mm-hmm. you know, I seen a lot of movement, you know, dark movement running around the house, running outside. Um, I was born and raised in Arizona. There was a, a, we lived on a ranch for like 11 or 12 years. And then right across the street, there was like, uh, these archaeologists, they were digging, it's in the desert. And it was kind of like, I didn't know what it was. Um, people came out there and start digging and it, it turned out to be archaeologists and, um, they're looking at Indian burials, but it yeah. was crazy because I would ride my bike at night after they were done, you know, like, and I would see like these, these, these black shadows out there running around too. And I'm like, whoa. OK. Yeah. And, and it would scare me, man. It would bring, you know, of course, you're a kid. You don't understand. it. And I was, Oh, man, it's a yeah. ghost. And you, yeah, you know, you take off and I'm running inside the house. But yeah. even in the house, they was around and I was seeing kind of things like that. But as far as like godly manifestations, I mean, demonic manifestations. Yeah, I've always had them on my, my life as a youngster. But godly, matter, like seeing angels. I didn't yeah. experience none of that until I came into a relationship yeah. with God. Yeah, and started seeing angels and, and things like that coming out the sky. So
3: yeah, that, that's that's awesome you say that. I've I've had a, a bunch of encounters, but I was seeking them. The, the you know what I'm saying the angelic encounters. I think the demonic encounters as a kid kind of happened by default, but to have the right. angelic encounters, I was expecting them. I was looking for them, and I found them. Like that realm is 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 real, and really whatever you're seeking, you're gonna find you, right. in any realm. And mm-hmm. so that that's the thing that we're supposed to. Uh, to, uh, to yearn for the gifts of the spirit, to to learn about them, to be consumed with them. The scripture tells us that, man. First yeah. Corinthians 14 goes into a lot of, of, of talk uh, to actually, there was one transla- translation that I, I loved. I think it was uh, first Corinthians fourteen thirty one. 31, um, but said, there was a translation that said to earnestly lust, to lust yeah. after the spiritual gifts. Yeah. And some people had a problem with that word because they, I guess they equated it to sex or whatever, to lust after. But no, it's like the earnestly desire to burn with a passion for the spiritual giftings, right? And I think those people who are engaged in those realms, they do. Um, So when when we're talking about um, having these demonic encounters by default, and then we start talking about seeing angels or ministering angels or seeing them. Flying in the sky and going through clouds or coming from, I've seen them come from the stars, man. Like I've seen some beautiful stuff that will just blow your mind, man.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, it's okay to talk about demons. You know, right. it's a, like, we're expected. Everybody has a demon story in the churches. They love to talk about demons. Mm-hmm. We start talking about angels. Sometimes it throws a red flag. Right. But it's so, and it's so weird like, that there's a safe, safe zone to talk about demons. But when we talk about how angels still exist and how angels engage and interact with us, they're like, "Oh wait, that might that that may have been a demon cloaked as an angel." Like, there's always this weird um, dissidence there. Do you, have you ever had any experiences, or can you speak to that at all?
0: Um, experience with angels? Is that what you're, you're asking.
3: Well, you, well, yeah, the the experiences with angels, but then again, how it's taboo
0: in oh, the church okay. to to,
3: to okay. talk about encountering <clears throat> angels, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, like I said, when I was out there for two years, man, and studying this doctrine with a certain brethren, man. I mean, you know, they, they limited a lot of things. They limited music. Yeah, you know, you, you had the hymn book. You know, you couldn't. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You, you you had no instruments in the church. It's not in the New Testament. Woo, woo, woo. You know, and um, so if nothing was relevant in the Holy Ghost, and nothing mm. was relevant in. The um, the musicians or the music, yeah, and obviously nothing was relevant in the angelic realm, yeah. you know. They they believe that you know, and like I said, I love the brethren, you know. I got a heart for them, yeah. Um, you know, they 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 got a lot of head knowledge, but it's that that one part that they're missing, um, the encounter of the Holy Ghost, and so. But at the same time, man, when they 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 didn't believe in in the angelic realm. And believe in, you know, if you're struggling, it's because demons ain't attacking you. It's because you ain't in your word enough. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, I had that encounter with some brethren on that end.
3: There's a, it's funny you say that because there's this weird understanding that, um, my, I always go back to my sister. My sister had that belief in, uh, about not wanting to talk about demons, not wanting to rebuke demons mm. because, because, and this is definitely from like a worldly, like uneducated standpoint, because she didn't want to see them. Mm. She didn't want to have them manifest in her room at night. So she's like, "Demons, you do your thing. I do mine. Like, I know they're real, and I don't right. want to. I know she knows my my experiences, but she doesn't want to talk about them. She doesn't want to engage them, even rebuking them out of her her own life, because she doesn't want to wake up with a demon on her chest. You know mm. what I'm saying? And, right, and when right. you're going through deliverance. That stuff happens, man. like yeah, even more, they try to scare you. that's all they can do, but they mm-hmm. try to scare you. Um, I, when I came out of really dark witchcraft and occultism, like the really dark stuff, um i had I had so many encounters, waking up in the middle of the night with stuff choking me, mm-hmm. um, felt like spirits reaching their hands in my head and grabbing my brain and I couldn't breathe, and insane stuff. Coming from the dream realm, coming out of that stuff, man. Talk a little bit about that, like some of the the stuff that you've seen manifest over here on this side.
0: Yeah, um, as far as the demonic presence, man. I mean, I, like I, uh, you know, the the uh, the old sleeping, you know, waking up. Um, I remember, you know, falling asleep and then, like, all of a sudden in my dream, I see this 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 dark image, and it looked it was really evil, like like it's entering my room, and it kind of had that the silhouette of, of the reaper,
5: you know, yeah, yeah. um,
0: coming in my room and, and, and it started crawling on my leg and crawling on the bed with me. And then all of a sudden I wake up and this is in the dream, you know, and I wake up and boom, it, I just seen a black shadow jump off me and take off. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as far as like getting choked up, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I was wrapped up in that too, man. It was crazy. Cause we kind of got the same experience you and I, you know, family, uh, they, they, they did witchcraft and, yeah. and all that stuff was bound up in my, in my mind and my heart, you know, but it was really, it was like a relationship, man, you know, uh, uh, with the demonic realm, but um, with the witchcraft, basically, and what came with that was just like a relationship with God, you know, you, what comes with that is is safety, but what came with the angelic realm was power. I mean yeah. the uh, demonic realm because that's what we believe in. Like mm-hmm. we're powerful, you know, but we're actually weak. And and so those demonic, those demons coming at me at night, experiencing the choking, the gasping, the crawling on me, the, the static on my legs, mm-hmm. the static behind my neck when I'm asleep. You know, it's 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 real, man. It's real. Yeah. So yeah,
3: I've had I've had I've had one encounter where um, a demon or it was. to to be exact it was i mean we would call it demon just because it was negative but it was a uh, um and in in uh the occult and witchcraft they call it an elemental spirit that was birthed out of earth air fire or water and it was smoke actually and uh which was like the darkest of of night like really dark heavy black smoke and uh Mm -hmm. had one appear to me when i stole something from a warlock and i i share this story all the time but um ended up stealing something from a warlock who had a protection spell on his belongings. And this thing manifested and knocked me and my cousin down to the ground. It was about eight Mm. foot tall, looked like a camel, like Mm. a huge camel ran by us, knocked us down and screamed and disappeared. And, um, just so that right there, I knew bro, like there's something there that, that not just in the spirit realm and not just in heaven or in hell, but like it can manifest here on the earth. Right. Like for, for, you know what I'm saying? the darkness and that that after having that crazy encounter you would think that that would push you away from it and push you towards god but right. it's like, hey this stuff's real maybe i can yeah. get good enough to summon one of these things right and it mm-hmm. gets into a lot of crazy stuff man but um i know it's real and mm-hmm. they come with a price they can give you power you can mm-hmm. have power to summon these things but i'm telling you what the person who summoned them he's tormented by those things. Those things are waking up, waking him up in the middle of the night, and all types of crazy stuff, man. Like he's having, he's tormented even with like, like um, sickness and tumors in his stomach and crazy stuff that comes with that that they don't tell you. You think that right. you just learn it and you have, you keep yeah. demons around you and you're going to be okay. No, they want your body. They want to be here. And even if it's just a tumor, like that tumor is their physical representation on the earth like they want to be over in this reality it gets into some deep stuff even you studying tumors study something called teratoma tumors where these demons want bodies then there's tumors growing on people that have teeth and eyeballs in it and it's almost as if these demons like are trying to manifest a body for themselves through you it gets into some weird stuff man um (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah yeah speaking of tumors man it, i had a, a sister that really was really really drenched into that witchcraft yeah. um you know it was kind of came from my dad's side and then it came to my sister and then i started practicing a little bit of it you know yeah. but as she was really immersed in it and so she she's always tell me man i remember as a teenager i had these three helpers you know these three helpers they always tell me things and, and so she'd go in her room and do her thing you know and, and And so whatever she did, but I remember there was a time she's passed now, but I remember there was a time where, where she wanted to give that up and uh, she did give it up, but it was crazy because as she gave it up, those three helpers, you know, she was like, she fought against them a lot. I seen it, but at the same time she grew three tumors as she let go. And so, you know, to, to, to testify to that, what you're talking about, um, it's true. It's true yeah. because I see my sister and there were three tumors. And so they were in the craziest places in her body. Yeah. And, uh, she went, and got surgery, you know, um, and, and she's walking away from witchcraft, man. She's mm-hmm. done with it, you know? And so she went and got surgery, got, got them, got them, you know, praise the Lord that, you know, it came out safely. And they were, they were cancerous, but as they took them out, you know she she was real good for about a good year she quit doing the, the the witchcraft thing i mean she was already had stopped beforehand before the surgery but they started manifesting in in tumors and so they got rid of the tumors and then like a year later she was good she was going for checkups and then a year later after that she had got cancer again so yeah
3: and, it's, it's crazy man um when when i was coming out of uh, dark witchcraft as well i had um a huge Tumor or a cyst pop up on my on my finger, and it 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 it, it like reminded me of the uh, witches. You know how the witches in the cartoons would have big warts or stuff popping up on them, or, or uh, cysts or warts on their fingers. I wonder right. if that's like a, some type of ancient representation, like something right. that actually went along with it. So the witches would always have these tumors, and their backs are bent over, crazy stuff. There there's some testimony of like I'm 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 really big into like um David Hogan. And he's like in the jungles of Mexico uh, reaching people uh, who are drenched in witchcraft and drenched into like Satanism and all kinds of stuff that would do war with him in in the spirit realm. And they talked about engaging people who um, would end up, they were so deep into it, into like uh, ritual magic and stuff that they would have horns growing out of their head or or, Mm -hmm. uh, some type of scales on their skin and stuff coming out their back, like crazy stuff going on with like old women, with scales on their back and stuff from just dealing with um, witchcraft for generations and generations, man. It gets deep, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, re- it gets really deep. And, you know, before my sister passed, you know, um, like I said, she, she, it was crazy. Cause as she was, she felt she was sick before yeah. we found out the tumors. Yeah. And then my sister, the one that, you know, um, my other sister, her blood, says, our blood says, she came and shared the gospel. And so, you know, she started walking in the gospel, you know, she started going to church, started repenting, you know, from from her ways. And and so it was she had a tugging on her heart. And then it was crazy because after that, that's when the tumors manifested. Yeah. And so it just kind of remind me of the story in Acts chapter eight, verse nine to 24, when it talked about Simon the sorcerer. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and he's, he's going around doing his thing, you know, his magicianal stuff, all this magical stuff.
4: Yeah. And then
0: he has an encounter with Philip, the evangelist. And then all of a sudden, you know, he goes and he shares the gospel with him, man. And boom, the guy gets baptized and he wants to get this and get that. You know, he wants to buy and purge and, purge <laughs> and all this stuff. But I can just imagine what my sister went through and people that you know went through. But at the same time, what did Simon the Sorcerer go through to that point? Yeah, You know, I mean, the Bible doesn't speak about his personal life. It just speaks about an action and how God dealt with sorcery. And obviously, you know, Philip the evangelist came with the Holy Spirit and it was more evident of God's power in being a demonstration. Because of what was going on in in the Samaritan land, the Syrian land and all the um, Jerusalem land. You know, I mean, he was it was it was, you know, Philip was moving in the spirit. In Acts chapter 8, obviously yeah. he started as a deacon, but at the same time, man, God's manifestation overpowered Simon the Sorcerer. We didn't see what Simon was going through in his personal life, but we know that something had to happen. If the brother repented, you know, because he went he accepted the gospel, you know, he he got that to water baptized, you know, the brother <laughs> yeah. repented. You know, if he did repent, then I can't imagine what he went through. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this well, is the cost of leaving that
3: yeah that. there's well Old there's dark, um well it's it says that that he, he <clears throat> wanted those gifts the gifts yeah. of, of healing and holy spirit he wanted to buy them right. um, whether it was in a book or something like that he wanted to buy it from them and and they actually rebuked him and i think mm-hmm. the scripture says he went away sad after they mm-hmm. after they rebuked him uh i don't know if you know but um in in the um cult books and stuff they um venerate simon the sorcerer as one of their their uh um, leaders in magic. Mm. And so they say that he, he went away and, and this isn't biblical. I don't even know if it's true, but the legends say that he went away and became a great sorcerer. And, mm. uh, and he wore, he would do war against the saints of God. And, uh, and so legend has it. Now this isn't, this isn't, I don't know if this is true, but legend has it. And there's many books that say this, uh, that he had the way he had his death came about is he had a final showdown with, um, with, uh, Peter, I think mm. it was, no, not Peter. Um, who was it? Uh, John, Philip, Philip. Philip. Okay. S- yeah. So Simon, uh, Simon the sorcerer versus Simon Peter. They had a showdown about who was who 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 was more powerful. You have God, you have the Holy Spirit. I've got all these legions of demons and angels, and I can summon them and stuff. And so they had like this showdown with all these people there. Um. So Philip was able. Uh, um. I'm sorry, Simon. Simon, the sorcerer, was able to levitate and get the demons to pick him up in the air and fly around. And supposedly, uh, Simon Peter rebuked the demons that were holding him up. He rebuked Mm. those demons and the demons dropped him and he fell to his death. That's that's how legend says that he died. And I know like in witchcraft and like a lot of video games, they talk about the staff of Simon Magnus is what they call him simon magnus and that he was just this big um sorcerer who's venerated through lore and stuff so it's, it's very interesting i don't know if that's true so don't don't quote me that it, it you know that's fact that that's the way he died but that's the way some of the books uh talk about him okay okay
0: it just kind of re- it just kind of reminds me of second of corinthians four four where it talks about the god of this age or blind the mind of the unbelievers yeah he'll bring a delusion to you man and yeah. so that's all delusional. They're, they're, like we said, you know, yeah. earlier in the conversation, there is power, but it's actually weakness, man. It, it's, it's exception. Everybody wants to be accepted. And yeah. if you're walking around in this cloak or you're at the witch, have, at the witch fest or you're doing this <laughs> or you're kind of levitating, people want to be accepted, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, it's true. Man. But it is. It's very true, man. And, and so, but, but Corinthians 4, 4, when he talks about the blind the mind of the unbeliever, it's all a delusion. Yeah. You know, um but when you have, you know, Philip displaying the power and the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, yeah. he didn't have to burn anything. Yeah. He didn't have to do anything. Yeah. He didn't have to go and make these satanic symbols. He just spoke by his voice mm-hmm. and boom, it just happened. Yeah, so, that's the
3: whole that's the whole the thing <clears throat>
0: there. Um
3: is just a story about choosing the path of man and working on your own versus Following God and, and, right. and doing it his way. The reason you, you couldn't buy it because it wasn't for sale, because it has a, a cost. It right. costs your life. Like mm-hmm. You have to lay down your life. The anointing is, 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 is what breaks the yoke. It's the anointing that allows you to kind of move in these miracles, to be able to focus in, hone in on the voice of God and be able to to, to be a healer, to be able to be someone who is a man of vision or a seer or someone who walks in power. I know these people. Like when I got born again, it was a a beautiful encounter. It was felt the Holy spirit clean me out, burn me out just upon saying that sinner's prayer felt this beautiful transformation take place. But the people who I was following my, my, the people who were, who were discipling me, these guys would go away for hours and pray just like you were talking about your, uh, was it your sister who would go into the room, for hours and consult with demons yeah, and consult yeah. with, with uh, familiar spirits. The guys who led me to the Lord would go away and get with the Holy Spirit for an hour every day. I don't mm-hmm. care if, they, if you tried to make plans, they would go in their room, shut the door, get in the scriptures, and commune with God for an hour. And when they came out, stuff happened. When they laid hands on people, stuff happened. And, and, and it, was, it was insane. Like they, Everywhere they went, stuff happened. On the job site, at the um, restaurants, in public, the casting out demons at freaking Olive Garden, like that type of stuff, and they have to call the ambulance because this person's on the ground, foaming at the mouth, shaking, because mm-hmm. they looked looked them dead in the eyes and rebuked the spirits that were in them, trying to uh, intimidate them, just like in the Bible. Like this stuff happens, man. It's the real deal. Um, mm-hmm. It's beautiful, and 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 hopefully, some people are hearing these stories and they can relate to them. They can relate to the demonic encounters. They can relate to the angelic encounters, but to stir them up to where they want to engage the realms of the prophetic, they want to do it the right way. And, uh, and so there, there's also those scriptures where I want to say it's uh, Acts nine I'm not sure. Uh, I've got it written down. I had a whole movement behind it. I forget the scripture right off, but where the, all the sorcerers and, and warlocks and wizards Brought all their books, their curious arts, and all these enchantments mm-hmm. and all this stuff, and they laid them down at the apostles' feet and they burned them. And it was over like $50,000 worth. They, ever, they all laid it down, repentant, and, and burnt their books, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a po- powerful encounter. So I know you got some notes, man. Let's get into some of those notes, man. So, people who are wanting to learn how to hear the voice of God, there's, there's practical things you can do, there's ways that, that God speaks. He's been speaking. We just, we just think it's our imagination, things like that. Um, talk a little bit about some of the notes that you, you have written down that you want, you're going to be sharing on this weekend.
0: You know what? Um, this weekend I'm flying out to Oregon. I'm going to be doing a three day uh, ministry out there. Uh, first night is going to be called the seminar, which we do everywhere in the United States. Uh, regional wise is, is a seminar called hearing God. Um, you know what, how, what do you, the basic steps on hearing God. And so, um, I'm going to be speaking at this seminar. Um, but the, uh, the title of my message is the basic steps to become a regional prophet. Now those basic steps, they're real easy, you know, um, how to hear the voice of God, how to activate the voice of God in your life. And one of the hindrance that we have as people is, um, is unforgiveness, especially if you're in the spirit realm. Yep. Um, unforgiveness over in Matthew eight twenty two, Jesus talks about um, when how many times Peter asked how many times should I forgive my brother and Jesus says 70 times 7 which equals out to 490 times per person but as I started experience the prophetic realm of God hearing the voice I started walking through this thing called sozo which means inner healing in the Greek Yeah. and I started speaking to the Lord uh, about some unforgiveness in my life you know forgiving people and then my pastor hurt me and betrayed me and all this other stuff. But at the same time, I'm, I'm around, you know, healthy church, you know, brethren that are, are, are activated in the prophetic mentors and leaders yeah. and things like that. So I started I started experiencing not only with mentorship, but also experiencing the voice of God through inner healing, you know, forgiveness and all that, because all that stuff backed me up. I had to confess the witchcraft that I did in my life. You know, I confess it verbally to the Lord, because whatever you confess in the spirit manifests in the spirit, brother. And so um I started also confessing the um, the unforgiveness in my life for people. Um But as I started healing, then I started learning how to love. And so love plays a big part in hearing the voice of God. And so, you know, not only you can get a word of knowledge, but also... You know, because you get the gifts of the spirit where you get aware of knowledge, but also at the same time, if you before I let us talk about the offices and that's the apostle, the prophet. And so becoming having, you know, having a hunger for God and unforgiveness that you hand over to the Lord. I mean, this is how I started hearing the voice of God. So, one, um, I like to break out three points in my teachings. And basically, the title is Basic Steps to Become Regional Prophet. Point number one is hearing God through inner healing. And I'm going to be speaking about that this weekend. Um, not only hearing God through inner healing, but as I started hearing God through inner healing, then I started serving in the church. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, I'm serving in the church. I'm in a healthy church. You know, I'm in a healthy church. and Everybody's in the spirit realm and, and getting words of knowledge and all that. you know. And so I started serving in the church. Um, as I started serving, I started hungry. I started, you know I just wanted to be there day and night. It was crazy, um but it was God moving, and so I will be speaking about that this weekend, also point number two uh faithful obedience towards the Lord, faithful obedience towards the Lord is point number two, and what I mean by that there's three subpoints: one is obedience, two is repentance, and three is faithfulness. Oh, being obedient to the voice of God once you start hearing and it, it starts yeah. manifesting in your life is one. Two is repenting from the, uh, of, 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 of your sins, of course, is one. But repenting for the actions we did an hour ago, you know. Um, I'm going to be speaking a little bit on that. Repentance is a big thing um, because it, it's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful because when you can repent um, from the things that you do. And repenting is a, is a big word. But it's basically, you know, just backtracking. You know, I messed up. Oh, man, I told Brother Derek this, and you know, and the Lord just fell in your heart and you knew it was wrong. So, you know, Brother Derek, will you forgive me? So that all leads back to forgiveness. And subpoint number three is faithfulness, being faithful to the mission of God. Um, and these are the three tools that the Lord, that I've learned um, with the Lord to be where I'm at today and where I'm going. Yeah. That the Lord can work with. These are the three tools that the Lord can work with. That's the faithfulness, the obedience, and the repentance.
4: Mm-hmm. When
0: we got these things towards the Lord in our heart, man, we got the Lord fully. And so I'm going to be speaking a little bit on that. That's point number two. But point number three is real big. Passion for the Lord brings the unseen to the scene. And what that means, brother, is that, <clears throat> you know, how we run into brothers at the church or they're out in the street and we always say, man, brother, so-and-so is on fire you know, he's out there ministering, you know, he's out there doing this, her sister so-and-so, you know, she's out there, you know, ministering, and, 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 and man, you should have seen that brother, he, he, you know, he brought this brother to the Lord, well, you know, so-and-so is developing passion for the Lord, and so that passion for the Lord brings the unseen to the scene because over in Matthew chapter 4 when, or 3, when Jesus came out of, of baptism, you know, he came out, came out of baptism, got tested 40 days, 49, started fasting, did tested, And then when he came out of his fasting, then these ministering spirits started coming along. Yeah. And so, you know, that's the unseen. And when Jesus said, OK, it's time to go, he started his ministry. He started bringing the unseen into the scene. And so that's passion. As you see Brother Derek going over there and ministering, man, he's on fire. He's bringing the unseen to the scene. You know, because somebody's coming to the Lord, they're saying in the sinner's prayer, and then or or some someone got they've got their back healed, yeah. you know, on the spot. So I'm gonna be speaking a little bit on that, um, hitting those three points: um, inner healing, serving, obedience, repentance, faithfulness, and passion for the Lord brings the unseen to the scene. So I'm gonna be speaking on that, and those are the steps that I took um, from from my testimony. Um, Where I took in the beginning, you know, serving and doing all that, and so the Lord just started speaking and manifesting in, in my life, and these are the things that I took to to start hearing God a lot more in my in my in in, in the spirit realm.
3: That's awesome you say that the uh, inner healing work because I think if I was to pinpoint it back, um, my um, salvation experience, my, my uh, submitting my life or yielding my life to the lordship of jesus uh was a huge part of my life but the second part which activated that was the inner healing and the deliverance that i went through even though like when i gave my heart to christ like there was so much baggage that fell off there was so much joy that came so mm-hmm. much healing was done at that at that point but there was still stuff that would linger i remember mm-hmm. like still like if we if we read the fruits of the spirit and the, uh, the fruits of the spirit there's also on the other side there's what's um call essentially the fruits of the flesh there's like the opposites for yeah. for peace there's rage for uh, a sound mind there's like all types of stuff that go on in, in your head but there was the one is like the whole fits of rage i would go into that something would trigger me and i would just that rage would still I'd punch holes in a wall as a believer
4: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm.
3: crazy stuff that would trigger me and when i went through inner healing and deliverance man it took it to the next level and it's what activated me. And there were some books that I was reading that were essential to my walk. And I, it's funny cause I'm, I'm, people are in the chat. Um, I promote these books by, by other people and they're reading them and, and God's taking them to the next level by reading these books too. But, um, there were some books as well, uh, that, that I was engaged in, in reading, but, um, the inner healing is what kind of started and kicked off the, um, the prophetic stuff being evident in my life and be able to, to move in those realms with, with, with love and faith. And it, it's awesome because the scripture says that uh, faith is fueled by love. Like you can have faith and you can have a belief, but when love is, is, is the driving force behind it, then that's what is, is the fuel for it to motivate it and to actually exercise that faith. So that, that's awesome that you say that, man. Um, because we, we see so many people here. There's so many people who, the scripture says the giftings and callings come without repentance. So you can have, you can be sensitive to the prophetic realm. You can be sensitive to the spirit realm. You can, you know, be in, in, in any type of movement and have these abilities and, and learn how to access them and still be able to dabble in them without repenting or without having your hands clean and your heart pure. I don't, I try my, my best to make sure there's nothing in the way that's going to hinder me from hearing the voice of God that's going to that's going to hinder me and if there is there's stuff that there's idols that come we deal with our own our own stuff and God Mm -hmm. reveals deeper things that we have to get out of the way and when he does I don't try to um, be a teacher I don't try to be one who um, engages those realms when I have stuff going on whether it's idolatry and we all fall victim to that at times whether it's Watch, watching television or, or music and God says to throw it away and you say no, like it could be something like that or take your earrings out or would it cut your hair. Like there's all types of stuff that God does in the inner sanctification walk that if we don't deal with it, it becomes an idol in mm-hmm. our life. something that we exalt higher than the knowledge of God. Um, but the inner healing was, was huge, man. And it's huge because with the, um, the giftings and callings being without repentance, there's many people who are wounded, who are bitter, and they have churches, and they're engaging the prophetic, and they're speaking over people, and they're doing it out of hurt, and mm-hmm. out of resentment, and out of let me, prove, let me build myself up to a standard to show you that, that what you spoke against me was wrong, and they're doing it out of selfish ambition and selfish gain. So the inner healing work is a must Mm-hmm. to do it, to make sure that we're clean, we're a clean channel to receive from God, and there's nothing, we don't do it out of any other motive, any other motive.
0: Right, right, could you imagine, I mean, if, if, you know, if these, you know, if they were to give up some unforgiveness because of uncle, so-and-so in the family, how much more could they tap into? Yeah, You know, there's there's a lot more God in that prophetic realm than what we think. There's a lot, there's many more levels, man, I mean, you know, and, and and so there's a lot more to tap into. So when we're holding yep. on to, to you know, wasn't they owe me ten dollars still, or, or you know,
4: <laughs> <laughs> or he
0: owed me fifty dollars or something, yeah. you know, and and I'm mad, but then I'm going to church and I'm getting this, you know, oh, I got to work for so and so, and you know, it's coming from the spiritual realm of God, man. You know what I mean? I mean. And and that's the thing is if we if we say, you know what, we know so-and-so ain't never going to pay us, it's better to give than to receive. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay you have to set that in your heart. Yeah. And you confess that. And could you imagine if you had a word for so-and-so, but imagine if you had uh, um, a lot more to add to that word. You know, um, when I
4: started,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah with confidence. I, when I started discovering the, the prophetic voice of God and I, I hear God's voice in my head as a whisper in the spirit yeah. realm. And so when, when, when I hear that, man, I want to do the best that I can for the Lord. I do full-time ministry. You know, I go, I, you know, the Lord is man. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. It's yeah. not, you know, there's nothing. It's tough, man. Full-time ministry is hard, but um, when you serve the Lord, and you, and you come to, like, those three tools, the obedience, the repentance, um, repenting to the inner, you know, to faithfulness. Man, those things, uh, man, I want to do the best that I can do for the Lord. I want to tap more into just, oh, I got a word of knowledge. I want more of God, yeah. you yeah. know. I want, And that's that passion that I was talking about, you know. Um, why not tap into more of God? There's a lot more of God than what we think you know, because if the Lord is, you know, is building homes, mansions in the heavenly places, I can imagine what's more that he has in those homes, you know, because Jesus says in my father's home, there are many mansions, you know, and so I can imagine what's inside the mansions. So there's many more things, uh, much more that we can tap into, um, especially when we start to forgive, because Mm -hmm. when we start to forgive, then we start to heal and it's like yeah. I said as we start to heal then then um then that's when we start to love yeah and so
3: there's um there's some there's some messages in the, in the chat room now um Joshua Hogue says forgiveness is real it sets you free when i forgave my mom after 13 years and our relationship was restored so much growth and healing happened within mm, um mm. that's awesome Joshua yeah. that, that that was my first encounter with deliverance and demons was my relationship with my mom like there were demons we can call them demons you can call them unclean spirits which are negative thought patterns that they come through through strongholds in your mind that's how they get there and they got their legal ground through my relationship with my mom my mom telling me i'm stupid here my mom says in another room, talked to a friend said so she wished she never had me. She wanted to abort me and like that yeah. stuff. When you're a little kid, like that, you're not supposed to hear that stuff. And right. uh, and and it built this weird resentment there. And and there was not really a loving relationship. And there was so much going on that my mom hated me. And then so much stuff that would happen. And I remember I was I was I was mowing the yard one day. And uh, and and it was after I became a Christian shortly after actually and i said god was dealing with me and i was mm-hmm. mowing the yard just praying talking to god i mean it's when you're doing those things that um um don't require a lot of brain activity or it's kind of like your subconscious is open to receive it's right. like i think that's why prayer and meditation is so powerful mm-hmm. um, but if you're, you're you're jogging you're running like those type of things you're in a place where you're able to receive i mean I'm just going to go out on a limb here, but how many people get songs coming to them while they're on the toilet, you know what I'm saying, and God right, right. when they're just in this place where they can sit still, <laughs> totally, where they're, totally. not, they're not just running, you know, I was cutting the grass and that's um, funny, but I, I heard I heard the voice of God speak to me and say you have a demon
4: mm. I'm like, what?
3: Are you, it shocked me, what, what do you mean you have a demon, it's because of your mom your relationship with your mom that's what I heard the Holy Spirit tell me and um, um, it blew me. I was like, I don't understand. But then I got to see it's like, man, my relationship, some of the day, like I get in trouble by my stepdad and my mom would look around the corner and smile at me that mm. he got onto me and cursed me out. My mom was smiling, like enjoying it, like demonic stuff, like, yeah. you know. And um, so anyway, I went to a church meeting that evening and, and pulled a brother to the side and said, hey, um, I felt I was cutting grass today and I felt like God told me I have a demon. Can you pray for me? I didn't know what to expect. And he's like, yeah, we can, we can pray for you. He said, now we may see something manifest, but we're going to pray. And when he said that, me being a baby Christian, my mind went straight to the horror movies. And mm. I thought a demon was going to pop out of me, a little monster. <laughs> i was going to run down the hallway or something. I didn't know. When he said something's going to manifest, I didn't know what to expect, right? right? Um, so they started to pray for me. And they got another brother to come in there and uh, started praying for me. And all of a sudden, my body locked up. I started screaming at the top of my lungs and and I felt uh, <clears throat> fell over buckled over and and felt this inner fight within me man and um and I, I think it's because they didn't really know much about deliverance there was a lot of Christians there a lot of people and um most of them were like trying to like come out of him in Jesus name. Now, right. now, like right. they were doing that. They had the Bible on my forehead and it lasted for like three hours of me screaming and crying and praying. they like, you know, and nothing happened. They were putting crosses on me. Like they're Catholic and stuff. <laughs> they just do it. I guess they didn't know what right, to do. Right, right,
4: right.
3: And, uh, so dude, it, it lasted for like three and a half hours. And it was like, tw- it was like, uh, 12 AM and, um, or PM. And, um, they, um, ended up calling the pastor and he came out like 12, one in the morning. Cause the demon wouldn't leave. But I was just exhausted. Like, man, I had like blood blisters popping all over my face. I had mm. looked like, I had chickenpox on my face from crying mm. and screaming so much. Mm. And, um, the pastor came over and I'm laying in the floor <clears throat> and most people don't went home. There's only like three or four people there with me still praying and stuff. And, uh, I'm laying in the floor. He comes and sits down. I don't even know the guy. And, uh, he sits down, um, He said, hey, Derek, how you doing? I'm "I'm just like on the floor crying, just barely breathing, man. And uh, he says, "Uh, you want healing? You want to let this thing go? I'm like, yeah. He said, well, this is what you got to do. You got to tell your mom um, that that, that you forgive her. Just say, mom, just say it right now. Mom, I forgive you. Mom, I love you. And I went to say it and I couldn't. And I broke and I just started crying even even more. He said, if you want to let this thing go, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when I was able to do it, I, I eventually was able to say it and mean it and, and offer forgiveness to that situation and to my mind, uh, to to my mom. And that spirit lost right to be there. And that spirit left at that moment when I when I forgave my mom and mm-hmm. it, it left and I just felt the peace of God come in and they just ministered to me and, and loved on me. And uh, from that moment, man, my relationship with my mom had changed and it was still, you know, I had to learn. I had to learn. She's, my mom was a victim. You know what I'm saying? Like she's been hurt. She had relationship issues with her mom and it's just Mm -hmm. passed down through generational curses and we have to break that. And, uh, it was a product of it, but I was, I took those steps, man. And, um, it was as easy as not just screaming in Jesus name, come out. Like they did that for hours and nothing happened, but it was bringing the person to the point of forgiveness, Mm -hmm. to the point of healing, to go back to that place of pain, man. Mm -hmm. and offer forgiveness. And so what's beautiful about Jesus, man, is that, um, uh, there is no time to him. He has the ability to go back in your past and undo it like it never happened. Mm -hmm. Justification by faith, just if, as if I had never done it. So he's able to kind of almost time travel and go back and say, Oh yeah, you did that. No, you didn't wipe it clean healing right now. And you change. It's like it's like it never happened. He sends him, He sends your sins and your pain as far as the east is to the west. He just it, they go, man. That's what's so beautiful about him,
0: bro. And you know what? That's, I, I I love that because you know it's not only you know forgive your brothers you know uh, seventy times seven, but also at the same time Jesus you know he, he he describes that also in Matthew's gospel where he says if you've got an issue with your brother, leave your gift at the altar and go par. You know, go go mm-hmm. reconnect. Mm-hmm. And so this is spiritual. You yep. know, everything Jesus spoke was spiritual, man. Yeah. And so this was spiritual. And so Jesus, you know, when he said to go par with your brother, go make an amends with the spirit, you know, through the spirit. Because when you come back, imagine that he going and, and, and he and, and the brother did do this. What what was waiting for him when he got back to the altar?
4: Right? Yeah. What is
0: waiting for you when you go and you par with your brother or your yeah. sister? because of you know 10 20 15 years of actions yeah i remember walking this guy man through some inner healing this was probably around um maybe about nine years ago and i was walking his brother through some inner healing and uh you know he had to forgive his dad he hadn't spoke to his dad in 11 years
3: yeah
0: and so that night in my apartment man we you know he's like man you know i feel like bro we got to forgive your dad and so i just kind of walked him through some stuff you know sozo stuff and you know, to forgive his dad. And he was confessing it right there. And man, brother, true testimony. The next day, he said, his he called me the next day in the evening. And he said, brother, guess what happened? So the day before, he just kind, he confessed all the unforgiveness that he had towards his dad. And he forgave his dad and, he, you know, proclaimed it to Jesus. He confessed it. and uh, And so the next day, he called me in the evening. He says, you know, brother, guess what? And I said, what? he's like, man, my dad called me today. I said, what? He said, yeah, he just got up, got the phone and he called me. He said, son, something fell on my heart about you. And I just decided to call you. And so you know, I want to see how you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so the, re- and now, I mean, this was nine years ago. So now the, the you know, him confessing the unforgiveness is spiritual because he was down in San Diego the brother, the brother was down in San Diego, and his dad was living up in Sacramento. See that? So there was a bond between yeah. the two in the spirit. And as soon as he confessed his unforgiveness, his dad picks up the phone, he calls his son, they reunite. Now they both live in New Mexico. Yeah. So And they both serve in the Lord. Restoration. Restoration,
3: man. Um, mm-hmm. The awesome thing about that, even going back to what Joshua said, that he forgave his mom, um, mm-hmm. resilience mean, essentially we're holding a bunch of stuff. We're carrying stuff. Some of right. us got backpacks full of stuff, and God has more to give us. God has more to offer us, but we can't hold it. We mm-hmm. have to. I know this is said in offering circles, and we kind of make fun of it, but you have to let go of what's in your hand in order for God to release what's in His. God's not going to give you what He has for you unless you drop the stuff you don't need. And he'd change wow. it up. I'm telling you what he has is so much better than what we've built or what we've accumulated over the years, whether it's like some people are identified by their, their hurt. And some people like it's theirs and they, they have that one up over you. Yeah, well, you did this to me type deal. So they, they feel reconciled by those, um, beliefs and, uh, um, emotions and, and, and they have the, you know, what I'm saying the one up and, Um, And they want to tell everybody and and all kinds of stuff. You know, I mean, we have people, people who have wronged us and done stuff, people in high position, pastors, teachers, man, they're all human, you know, and and, and we look at and we, it messes us up because we begin to judge everybody according to the way that they acted towards us. Well, I went to three churches back to back and they all begged for money and they all lied to me and said, God was going to curse me if I didn't pay so now we judge, we mm-hmm. say all Christians are are, are just money hungry people who are, will, will tell you whatever they can to get the money out of you, and we judge all Christians off of that. That's not all Christians. That's not all pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we uh, people, people, women choosing the wrong man and getting into bad relationships have been abused by three four guys mm-hmm. getting in these bad relationships. So they judge all men. All men are pigs. All men just want to use you. They only want one thing, all of this. So now there's a well-meaning guy and you're, dude, I've got friends, family. I got friends who, um, are in a relationship. And then, um, when another guy comes in, we're, we, another circle of a person comes in, the woman thinks that the guy wants to sleep with her mm. because he's being nice. Mm. She's never had a a guy be nice and be a good dude and not want nothing from her. So she's like telling her husband, like, I think he wants to be with me. I think he wants me. It's like, it couldn't be any further from the truth. But the way that she views guys because of every dude in school, middle school, high school, who was nice to her, was only trying to uh, use flattery to get one thing. And now, even at this point, she's probably thirty thirty three years old, thirty four years old. Now every guy who's nice to her, I know what you want. And like she it's 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 weird, man. It's about it's inner healing, bro. And it affects everybody and right. people carry this for twenty, thirty years sometimes, you know. I got lucky, dude. Like I went through that deliverance stuff at like seventeen, you know. I got lucky. I I met Jesus when I was thirteen. You know, there's people forty, fifty years old who've been carrying this stuff their whole life, man. And that's why what we're doing is needed. And, um, and that's why when you go to church services or you get people there and you lay hands on people and you speak a prophetic word, you hear the God. see the whole thing about hearing God's voices is it's almost like a, it's not a cheat sheet, but it makes it easier. It makes it more fun versus you having to maybe give them, um, some paperwork to fill out, to tell you what they've gone through. But when you're moving in the spirit, when you meet somebody, God will tell you what they've gone through. God Mm -hmm. will show you those spirits that are on them, God will show you that they haven't forgave their mother. They haven't spoke to their mother mm-hmm. in 10 years. And if you're in a service and you find a random person and God says, tell him I love him. He hasn't had nobody uh, tell him that, um, you know what I'm saying? That they love him for 10 years, 15 years. He thinks all preachers are this. Everybody looks over him and God will give you a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom that will break that, that bondage of addiction, man, over somebody's life. And um, that's what it's about, hearing the voice of God and activating the voice of God.
0: Yeah, that's, that's very key, man. I mean, you know, it, it, it all comes down to, to when you narrow it all down, it's just like a job, right? It's just like a job. You're going to have a job, man. You're going to be the best employee you can be because they're paying you to do something. You know, it, it's the same thing as for the Lord. You know, um, labor for the Lord. You're going to do the best job that you want to do for the Lord. And so um, when it comes to obedience, and that's hearing the voice of God, you know, when it comes to uh, uh, um, the faithfulness, it's it's everything that you do in those two, by those two attributes, man, I mean, you can grow more and you can grow more and grow more and grow more. And the mission just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and longer. And I mean, we all got to start somewhere, but when it comes down to it, we all got to start the job somewhere when we go. When we go have a job at Walmart, yeah. so if we're gonna do the best that we can at Walmart, why not do the best that we can for the Lord? Got to, you know. And that's that faithfulness. That's that obedience. I mean, I love those those tools that they've God has yeah. instilled. Because what else do I have to give to the Lord? I can't give them no money. I can't give them, <laughs> I can't. I, you know, I'm I'm not a. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna go buy some oranges and have this. Thing and and go and give <laughs> them on You office. know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, Put money I don't have office, that, yeah.
0: but yeah. I have my heart.
1: That's and deep, though.
0: So yeah, it is. It's it's real. Yeah. You know, it's 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 the truth, brother. You know what I'm saying? Like you, all you have to give is your heart. Yeah. And so whatever's triggering you in your heart from 15, 20 years ago, you know, I was molested when I was young, as a young boy. You know what I mean? But every, now that I see this person, and I see them now, I live far from them, but when I see them, I forgive them. Mm-hmm. Why? Because because I know they need Jesus, and Jesus is in my heart. And so whatever I display through my actions and grace, I'm still human. I'm not perfect. But at the same time, I want to be the best that I can be for the Lord. I want to work for the Lord as much as I can. And when I see this dude, you know, and it was a man, when I see this dude, I forgive him. Why? Because Jesus forgave him, and so anything that I can do to uh, empower or just help or just you know give my time to share the gospel to this brother for the kingdom of God, it's all worth it. Yeah, it's all worth it. Imagine if I would have held on to that unforgiveness. Now, oh man, he molested me. Woo woo woo. woo. Yeah, you know every time I see him, I want to lay hands, throw hands. You know what I mean? That that's gone, no, man, no. Yeah. You know, I'm not the Roman Empire throwing hands on Jesus. You know, mm-hmm. I'm 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 walking by the fruits of the Spirit as best as I can. Like yeah. I said, I'm not perfect. Yeah. But I'll be the best that I can be for the Lord. And anybody out there that's listening, a uh, Joshua man, I you know definitely give you a, a heads up, thumbs up on the forgiveness. I can't wait to see where you're gonna go, man, with this. Yeah. And so, all yeah. right.
3: Um, yeah there's like a healthy forgiveness, and then there's like an an over and does like I forgive but i don't forget you know what I'm saying right, like if somebody's right. just like in your company and they're using you and you forgive them that's how I am like right. i'll 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 keep people around maybe just because I want friendship or something I forgive people i don't i don't hold grudges unless it has it's dealing with my family if it's dealing with my wife or my daughter or somebody mess with them you're done you're dead to me you know what I'm saying um but my wife on the other hand, she, she, she got all the grudge. Right.
2: <laughs> if
3: so if, so if so, and, but it's, a, I think it's the same way though. Cause if, if some, if someone does something to me and I forgive them, my wife won't forgive them. But I guess it mm-hmm. kind of goes in the other hand, cause she, she loves me. She don't want to see people using me or doing me wrong or only in my life because they, cause I have something to offer. Like there's those people, you know, and uh, my wife, she could see that. And so I guess it, it works out works good for for both ways though because like she's able to see things even in the spirit um that act as a form of protection people who have ulterior motives and stuff but um you got to be careful too i I say i forgive but i don't forget like if you don't want to keep people around just oh you're supposed to forgive me you know and all the you know i'm
0: And, Um, And and you know what that's what it all comes down to man i mean if if you can't forgive it if you can't forget about it then obviously there's a, that's a stronghold in your life. Yeah. And it, it it it's a snare. It's a snare. You know, the Bible calls it a snare, man. It's something that's holding on to yeah. you. But one, and that's that's the enemy, man. He got something holding. He's holding on to something in your life. Mm. You know, and, and if you come to a point in your, a season in your life, and this is this is how I deal with it. Every time I see something in the and the Holy Spirit manifest something that I need a break to in. Like right, right now, recently, I'm dealing with the situation and the Lord exposed this to me like the day before yesterday. And I was sitting on my sofa and uh, I'm watching TV, man. And all of a sudden, boom, It just this, this situation came up in my life. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, and, and since that day, man, even the next day, the next yesterday, I got this exposure on Saturday. And Sunday, I told my wife, let's pray, man, because I need a breakthrough in this situation. Why? Because man, I I I can imagine giving that over, mm-hmm. and what God's gonna replace it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, He's gonna replace it with something bigger and better. Yeah, you know whatever I'm holding on to is worldly, it's earthly, yeah. and it's damaging. Yeah. So it's not damaging only me, but it's damaging the person that I see every day. Yeah. Almost, you know, and it's yeah. like, oh no, that's not gonna work. I need a breakthrough, Lord. Give me a breakthrough. You know, and He'll deal with it, man. He'll yeah. he'll, he'll give it to you, man. And, release you from that but yeah. i'm crying out to the lord you know Yep.
3: It, it, he, i mean he's not a bully god's not a bully he um, he's not. No.
0: He,
3: he never closes one door without opening another i know that's right. cliche but it's so true he never right. takes something away from you because he's mean or doesn't want you to have it and he knows things about it he knows he knows what's coming up in your destiny in your future and there's things that you can't carry right now unless you get rid of all of this stuff and once you get rid of all of this then you can hold something bigger you know what I'm right. saying? So um, Adam in the chat room says uh, forgiveness is a learning process of practice and listening within. That's the thing, too, because the people, you know, what I'm saying it's 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 not a it's not a, a, a battle of flesh and blood that we're fighting. It's a spiritual ba- battle mm-hmm. of powers and principalities and people are operating under spirits. And so I think the, the whole thing what, what I was mentioning, like I don't forget, it's like you can see character traits and personality types in other people. Um, and I don't want to say stereotypes, but there's people who come around you. If you're sensitive to the spirit and you learn, you've dealt with those spirits, you know how they operate. You have, a, you kind of have a one up. Hey man, let me come over and visit your family. No, you're not coming. You know what I'm saying? Like you're able, right. could be, you're able to, to sense in the spirit. I've met, I've let random strangers come and come and stay with us. Don't know. I have a, my wife and daughter here. And, and there's times I, I've left and, and they've been here. Um, and it's only by the spirit to know them by the spirit Amen. Other right. other believers. But I would, and, and so that's, that's what I'm talking about is being in tune with, with the spirit so that your every decision is based off of the voice of God, hearing the voice of God versus just we're going to wing it. You know what I'm saying? God will give you a peace that surpasses all understanding. That's part of his spirit. Go where the peace is, man. And that's that's a, a huge part of learning to hear the, the voice of God is, is because it's learning to hear the heart of God to go where okay. the peace is. Um, I'm going to open up the phone lines. If anybody wants to call in, if you need prayer, if you just want to say hello, the phone lines are open. and A number streaming across the top of the platform on the video. And it's also in the descriptions. We got a call here from um, Northwest Arkansas. Caller, who are we speaking with? Welcome to the show.
5: Yo, this is uh, Hunter Hughes, Northwest Arkansas. Can y'all hear me?
3: Yeah, brother. What's going on, Hunter Hughes? Yes, I can Arkansas hear you. in the house.
5: Uh, not much. <laughs> um, just actually, kind of been dealing with a lot lately. So, and I know y'all were saying you all were going to be asking prayer. So I was going to give y'all some prayer requests.
0: Okay. Okay.
5: Like, uh, one is I'm um, uh, well. Me and my fiance, we my well my ex now we've officially have called it quits. After I think like two years being engaged, there were just a bunch of issues that we have been dealing with over the last couple of years that they have prevented us from growing in our relationship, and we just couldn't get around it. And so we decided the best thing to, would be to do for now would be just a split. And so we're gonna be each getting our own place after the leases up because we were living together
3: so are y'all still living not, together and not to you guys are still living together but you're not together is that happening
5: well we're on the lease for the until march so it's not like we can just up and leave
3: so is she she's still staying there too with you
5: yeah she is but we don't like we're not still we're not like sleeping in the same bed still or anything so well, i'm
3: not yeah i'm trust me i'm not coming at it from that angle i'm just coming at it. it's got to be hard to still be living it under the is. same roof and not being together.
5: It is because um I don't know why, but it's like when we were when we, when we first talked about splitting, when we were talking about splitting up, it was mutually agreed. Like it wasn't me like saying we need to split or her saying we need to split. It was a mutual agreement. But then yet for the last okay. couple of weeks, she's been like kind of coming at me sideways and like throwing shade. So I don't know. Hmm. like So she's been doing that to me. I don't know if she's bitter about it all now or what. So... <clears throat>
3: Hmm. we'll definitely pray for you, man. I know that's a hard situation right
2: right
5: and then um, another right. thing that yeah. happened in the stress dealing with that Go and ahead. plus other issues going on in my life is um I had a quick sit- i had i had been smoke free for about three years, and i been, and I started picking up smoking again just last week, just due to all the stress and depression that have been going on in my life. I started smoking again, so.
3: Okay. We got you, brother. We'll agree with you in prayer. And if it's something that you want to release, um, we will help you with that, man. And, uh, walk in forgiveness, man, and go ahead and release that stuff. If you have a peace about it and you guys, it's over, we'll, we'll pray for you guys. You know what I'm saying? For, for, for you guys to move on and not be any soul ties that were there. You know what I'm saying? We'll ask God to break them, man. If that's, if this is agreed upon and y'all have a peace about splitting, man, you know, we'll, we'll pray
0: over that. Yeah, we also want to just, you know, lift that up, that God would manifest himself uh, beyond this situation. Also, at the same time that he would manifest himself through this uh, substance of smoking, you know, you, we know that you gave it up, brother, and it recently relapsed. So, yeah, man, I mean, you know, we want to be able to, to you know, lift you up in prayer, man. And, and, and you know, all the time we go through a lot of seasons. So I know this is, you know, probably one of the seasons, but um, at the same time, man, we want, we want Jesus to manifest himself after this season is over. We want to just pray for peace, you know, uh, peace and, and, and just uh, that he would expose himself back into this situation. And, and, and though it's, it's in the this, in this season of your life, brother, so we want to pray for healthier things. Right? We know God's got somebody, uh, you know, some, he's going to manifest himself through these situations in your life. Um, after this season is over so you know it's, it's a hard situation i understand it i've never been there i've never had my, my you know put my shoes in your feet right now um and i would believe that it's hard but you know what man all things are possible when we yeah. have faith and, and, and god in our lives so
3: definitely mm-hmm. well, you go ahead carlos i'll let you start man
0: okay so father we just uh um, lift up our brother right here god we just pray over this situation father we pray that you'd you'd bring this this to a to a point in, in their lives, Father, where they would both feel it, you know. And my brother said, man, you know, I'm still under the same contract, the same roof, the, still living in the same house, you know. Father, we ask that the Holy Spirit would take his way and make his way in this world, that no division, Father, no division, and, and that would separate these two in hate and anger because the, because the enemy will take it to another level. So we want to bring it down to a level where it's just Holy Ghost filled. Also, at the same time, Father, we know that this is a process, just like the other brother was saying. Forgiveness is a process. Uh, It's a healing process, Father. So we want to pray, Father, that the Holy Ghost would have his way in this process at the same time of unforgiveness, this this chaotic situation. Have your way in this heart, Father also manifest yourself against this abuse of smoking we know when we stress we get triggered and when we get triggered we get into situations that we know that uh, are unhealthy and so father we just pray that you break this chain off his life of smoking father have your way have the holy spirit have your way in his life we pray fire over this phone holy spirit fire manifest right now in his life in his ex's life also manifest manifest we know that uh fire is going to rain from heaven in your life brother and there's going to be some there's some situations that uh, lord saying that you've been dealing with you've been battling with um but the season's going to be over so i'm, I'm I, brother Derek, can i speak in the prophetic because man god is speaking right now okay so at the same time god says the season is almost over he said things are going to hurt and he's taking things away from you that are um, that are currently happening in this situation. He says, I'm taking some things away from him. But this is going to make him a bigger and better person in the future. God wants you to be the best, that you can be the best man that you are. And you are the best man. But I feel like in the next season that's coming, God's got a special blessing for you, brother. A special blessing. I can see it. It's going to manifest soon. The Lord is saying you've been holding on. And you've been holding on really tight. I feel a lot of anger in your heart and some tears. That's, that you've been going through this this whole time in this season, but God says I got something for you, and the season's almost over. A and B says I, get, and the Lord says and B I got something for him. It's a beautiful blessing. So he's going to be receiving this soon. You haven't felt joy in a while, and so the Lord says, you know what? He, when he receives this blessing, you're gonna you're gonna turn back. You're gonna say, Wow, God, that's what you were keeping me from. So the blessings coming, and you're gonna feel that joy again. So that's the word that I got from you, brother. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. How you,
3: how you feel, Hunter?
5: Um, I feel like a small burden has been lifted. Mainly it's like a, kind of like just my, my worry and a little bit of the depression has been lifted for the most part. Because
4: mm. mm. I
5: know well, she's not here right now, but I know when she comes back, it's probably going to all start back up again. But I feel like now that my now that my head seems a little more clear, I'll be able to come yeah. at it from a approach instead of like in anger or in a yeah. envy.
3: Yep. Do it, man. Do it. Walk in the spirit, brother. You could do it. That's right.
0: That's right. Know that the next season is coming, brother. The Lord has spoken. So this season is almost over. And so when the next when you, once you come into that next season, the Lord says you're going to look back and you're going to see, wow, God, okay. So that's the prophetic word over your life, brother. It's going to end soon. Praise the Lord for that.
5: Well, thank you very much, brothers. I appreciate it all, and I love y'all both.
0: I love you,
3: my brother.
5: Likewise, brother. Love you. Blessings.
3: Thanks for hanging out with us, Hunter. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, man. Um, and there's some more, there's some more people even praying in the chat room. That's what this is about. This is community. Uh, everybody who's in the chat room listening, I know. The majority of you guys are are linked with me on, uh, on on Patreon and stuff. So, like I said, you're gonna have access to the School of the Mystics is what we're gonna do, and essentially what we just did with Hunter, just the prayer and the activation. I want to do it with, with you guys, as you know, we're speaking over Hunter prophetically. Um, we I want I want to be able to have sessions with you guys where we're able to to pray for one another, and you guys to pray for me. I need prayer, too. So I'm glad everybody in the chat room, people even praying and joining with us. So uh, Thursday night, the School of the Mystics. I'm excited about that. And uh, for you guys who need the prayer, you guys need the conversation um, unscripted. It's not going to be broadcasted live. It's going to be a safe place. We're going to do it Thursday night, 7 p.m. Uh, Central. But um, I want to pray. Uh, there's people who, who tune into the show. And I've been getting a lot of messages who say the most that like, they look forward to the prayers at the end, they look forward to um, the activation and the blessings. And it's funny too, because I have a lot of different people on my shows, people who aren't Christians, people who don't believe in God, like just, I have a lot of different people on here, but I still try to bring it home at the end, right after the conversations. Um, And it's funny because I, one of the last interviews, not the last interview but the one I did before, um, I did an interview with Jordan Maxwell. And uh, it was kind of a weird interview, weird spirited. It's always you never know what you're going to get dealing with Jordan Maxwell, but at the end of it, I made sure that I prayed. And it was funny because some people was checking checking me out. They were watching it and they said the prayer at the end caught them off guard. We were, you know, it wasn't too much about spirituality. It was about facts and it was about head knowledge and theories and stuff. But then at the end, I brought it home for the prayer. And uh, and it caught them out the blue. They said we were just listening to a podcast and the Holy Spirit fell on them. At the end of the show, wasn't expecting it. Changed their life from, from a prayer, being able to receive. And that was, that was uh, recorded six months ago. That's the power of prayer. I got this mm. message this week mm. that when you're watching spiritual content, this goes for the good or the bad, when you're watching scary movies and then you're all of a sudden fearful all the time or you have that shadow behind you or you think some, somebody's watching you when you watch scary stuff or evil stuff. Same goes when you're listening to godly content you're listening to positive stuff it works both ways so when you listen into these prayers they don't have a they don't have a, a shelf life on them it's there's no such thing as time you can listen to this six months from now six months later and uh and still receive the information the knowledge and the activations from it many people will go back and 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 listen to it over rewind it um when we used to speak prophetically over people at meetings we would record it on uh, the little hand recorders back in the day and record it on tapes. And you give right. the person the tape when you're done. You guys ever did that?
0: Yeah. 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 Heck
3: yeah. <laughs> Personal privacy, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I want to pray again for everybody listening. Um, there's people going through a hard time. Um, we got a, a prayer from a Chris, uh prayer request from Christie at the beginning of the episode, wanting prayer, um, feeling sick. There's a lot of people dealing with sickness right now, man. It's, mm. it's insane. What's going on? Um, so we'll say we'll say one last prayer over everybody and I'll let I'll let you be released prophetically as well. Whatever you feel people are going through, you can speak to that. But I'll go ahead and go first and uh we'll let you end it up and we'll share your links and all that good stuff, okay? Okay. All right, Father, I <clears throat> thank you for your presence, God. Yep. I thank you that your your love, God is our inheritance. And sometimes yes. when we feel uh like you're a million miles away, God, that mm. your love is there, just one breath away, God. Mm-hmm so we just breathe you in you're just so beautiful to us god holy spirit i'm asking you to move in the lives of my friends and family who are watching this right now whatever they're dealing with god uh, yeah. the idolatry that we spoke to when i spoke it god you revealed it to somebody's yeah. heart you yeah. revealed uh them the the situation that they're dealing with yeah. that they've been exalting higher than you there's things in people's lives that they're exalting higher than you whether it's a relationship Mm -hmm. Whether it's music, whether it's Mm -hmm. uh, an identity crisis that they're going through, God, Mm -hmm. I pray that their identity be found in you Mm -hmm. and you alone. I thank you, God, for your spirit. I thank you for your love and your healing, God. Mm -hmm. I'm just asking you to move in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Give them a fresh visitation, God. Yes. Fill them with fire, Mm -hmm. love, God, encouragement right now. Whatever they're mm-hmm. dealing with, if there's have sickness in their body, God, I speak blessings upon them. I mm-hmm. speak healing, God, Father. You said that you sent forth your word to heal them. God, I thank you for your word. Your word made manifest in Jesus' mighty name. Move upon them. Let them know simply that you love them, contingent mm-hmm. simply on your love, God, mm-hmm. in Jesus' mighty name. Bless them mm-hmm. and keep them. I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 You want me to pray, brother?
3: Yeah. If you feel okay. if you feel anything in the spirit, you want to release yeah. over the oh, audience, yeah. oh, people yeah. listening. Yeah,
0: definitely. yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's gonna get. I feel like uh, it's crazy because as you were praying, man, I just felt this uh, this fin this financial breakthrough. Somebody somebody says the Lord says somebody sees the light, and so in this financial breakthrough that they they couldn't see the light as much before because it was real dim for them in their finances, but start somebody starting to see this light come. And so it's based on their financials, their finances. And so the Lord says, you've been honored. He goes, and I'm going to increase your finances. Somebody's waiting on a job, right? And this is the increase. Somebody's going to, somebody's looking, somebody's coming from an old season where they were, they're struggling, uh, financial struggle, and they applied for a job. And the Lord says, I'm going to increase your your revenue. And so somebody here, I don't know who it is online, but somebody's going to receive a job. And so that's an honor from the, that's a blessing from the Lord himself. He says, I'm, this is the, I'm hearing the voice and he's saying, I'm going to, I'm giving them a a new revenue coming in. Somebody has been asking for a new revenue. Um, They're finally going to see the light. And so the Lord says, I'm going to place this job right at your feet because I'm honoring you. Um, God is honoring you from the heavens. And so. Um, that's just, this is what I see in the spirit. Somebody's been waiting. Somebody's like, man, I finally got it. I finally getting, I'm going to finally see a daylight. And so I don't know who this word is for a viewer. I know it's for a viewer. somebody. Um, but I do know that the Lord is honoring them and blessing them. And so that's what I see in the, in the realm, in the prophetic realm right now. Um, also I'm seeing, um, somebody's making some changes in their life. OK, and they're kind of the Lord has been displaying some stuff in the spirit to open their eyes. Um, it's not that you're a bad parent or a bad person. Um, the Lord's saying it's just that I have to display and I have to curb you and mold you for you to be prepared for this next season. Um, there's things that they had to learn. And so the Lord had to do some molding and some removing. But in order to prepare for the next season. He says, you couldn't, you couldn't handle the things for the next season unless I remove these things from you and unless I mold you. But you can, somebody's going to come into a next season. I don't know what this is. Now, all I do know is that what I'm seeing is that there's been a, a transformation in this person's life to come into this next season. And so the Lord says, you're going to walk in strength. I'm, I'm, I'm building you up to walk in strength in this next season. Um, you don't understand, uh, what God was doing, but now you understand what God is doing now for this next season. So now whoever the viewer is, you're going to understand this and you're going to see that this next season is, you're going to be walking in a season of strength. You're going to be able to handle things a lot more. You're being equipped. The Lord is saying I'm equipping you for the next season in your life. Um, yeah, man, that's what I see. Amen. Uh, that's what I'm getting. So.
3: I felt it too, man. I felt it too. So if it ain't for one of y'all, it's for me too, man. I feel Amen. it.
4: That's Amen. how it is. Um,
3: we we could be we could be praying healing for one person and have one mm. person in mind and have that vision, but then God mm. touch a lot of people. Like there's 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 uh instances where we used to do open healing sessions mm. where uh, we would do it on YouTube and uh we would have we'd let people come on, we'd pray healing over them and, and, and minister forgiveness and other people watching, you know, while you're doing work on one person. Uh, other right. people would, would uh would watch it months later and get healed mm. from seeing mm. that and that, that's the mm. power of God man. Um we have an we have another caller here from uh South uh California. I'm gonna take this call. Who are we speaking with? Who Robert? What's going on Robert?
4: Well, you got a question uh, you, or a comment? I got a comment to you guys' prayer. Okay. Okay. Um, I've been watching your little video for right now for a couple minutes. And you guys have been talking about a financial blessing. well, I've been doing my research on this secret t d a account. Now the secret t d a account comes out to be that direct that treasure directory account. Well, I was born here in the United States, so when I try and get into it, it's a they blocked it. why? And then I get on Twitter and I call the president out as a jalapeno on a stick to try and get his attention and figure out this everybody's talking about a flat earth theory all right for me it's just a map so when i look at it and it makes this intersection from the dead sea on the other side of the world in the middle east and right here in california at the salt and sea it makes a straight fucking line so why are all these lies being kept
2: All right. I'll let you address that.
0: Carlos, if you can well, make something. Uh, I kind of, I kind of heard, but he was kind of, what was it? Okay. So can you clarify that the, he was talking about something with a line or something like that? I kind of heard that. Uh, he said something about flat earth, the flat earth theory,
3: which okay. i and then um, there was something, I think he was talking about the treasury thing where people are um, trying to cash in their um, birth certificates and stuff. And, uh, using that number to get money so there's some kind of theory that you can do that i don't i don't know uh...
4: i'm not i'm
0: not too familiar on that yeah. theory yeah myself um but uh i mean obviously the earth is round um if anything comes like you know like in that kind of belief brother i mean honestly i was just everybody has their own belief and everybody wants to follow something but at the end of the day, the only head knowledge and, and the truthful knowledge I can give you, man, is, is just follow the spirit, man. <laughs> yeah. You, know, yeah, you don't know world, nothing
3: brother. about that. you never been to the only, edge of the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've
0: never been to the edge of the world. I mean, I've traveled. I've been here and there. But <laughs> as far as, like, you know, that's concerned, brother. I mean, whatever aligns and, you know, God aligns with the stars and he aligns the stars for us.
3: Amen. So I would
0: say seek, seek the Lord more on that, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, seek the Lord more on, yeah, on somebody, him aligning uh, the stars for you
3: somebody says uh is this really what we're talking about flat earth let's get back to the subject <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> agreed michael yeah i mean when you know when you when you open up the phone lines you never know man people have questions though you know what i'm saying and a part of it right. is like whether it's dealing with flat earth or you're dealing with in our case spiritual gifts and abilities in the psychic realms and things like that if you don't answer their question they're going to go find somebody who can you know what i am right I'm saying?
4: right and then, so right.
3: it just paints a picture of um, so many people in the church who have these questions about psychic abilities in the Bible and stuff, and the pastors ain't don't know what to tell them, so they run to the right. occult, and the occult will bring them in and tell them all kinds of stuff, and it's not usually not accurate, you know. And then teaching you right. how to deal with with like foreign spirits versus getting involved directly with the Holy Spirit. So I try to, there's a thin line there. I try to have an answer, it, but I'm going to give you an honest answer. If I don't know, I don't, and I can't prove it. I try to deal with stuff I can prove and I try to deal with stuff that's going to enhance people's lives. So the flat earth thing is, it's an interesting conversation, but I can't prove it. Right. I don't think any of us can, you know, there's crazy theories and there's like, you're talking about different maps and stuff like that, but you can't prove it. Some of this other stuff can be proven. Like you try this, you try to, to harness in on hearing the voice of God and, and, and mm-hmm. following the voice of the Holy Spirit to, to make your life better and to make the lives of the people around you better. Like that's tangible. We can deal mm-hmm. with it. That's why I kind of left the conspiracy um, community is because it's just r- theories. I don't deal with theories. I try to deal with truth. This right, is the truth right. seeker podcast. I don't, this isn't the theory seeker podcast. I try right. not to deal with theories. And even so, um, most of the stuff has come from experience, man. Knowledge through experience with God, with the spirit realm, with angels, with demons. Like I've dealt with that. Something's there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and and that's why we we kind of we kind of cater to that that stuff on this show. But um, yeah, brother. Uh, a lot of people in the chat room talking, man. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. So you want to um, you want to go ahead and share your links. Uh, Christina, Christina's mentioning it now. She says what Carlos prophesied. I'm, I'm looking for. She's looking for a job, and she's been hitting me up. Christina has been hitting me. I'm looking for a job and looking for housing and things like that. So she said that uh, she hopes that that prophecy uh, comes comes true. And so the, the the way with prophecy, if you felt like that resonated with you, you claim it. You walk in it. Mm-hmm. You you got to walk in it. So it is mm-hmm. for you. Receive it, sister. Walk walk in. Apply it to your life. Confess it. And uh, and and there you'll see power with that faith, that love fueled by faith. I'm telling you, goes a long way. But if people want to check you out, man, they want to check out your ministry. You have some speaking engagements. You stay really busy. Go ahead and share your links. I know you're on social media where they can check you out, and uh, we'll post them in the uh, comment section as well. But go ahead and, and share some of the ways people can get in contact with you.
0: Um, uh, as far as my links, all I have is social media is Facebook. Um, go on Carlos Martinez, and you'll see a um. Uh, Carlos Martinez at Facebook, uh, you'll, San Diego, and then you'll see a picture of me uh, in in a fire, uh, something that uh, Brother Derek designed.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that uh, flyer. You'll see me there, or connect connect with me on Rising Saints Ministries uh, on Facebook also. And Rising Saints Ministries is going to be like the, the 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 profile picture will be Rising Saints. But with, instead of the eyes, you'll have the, uh, the hands of Jesus that are crucified. Uh, you'll see the holes in them as far as the eyes are replaced with the hands. And the saints, you know, the A is with the, uh, the three nails and uh, the T is with the cross. So you'll see it. Rising Saints, it'll be a white background with black lettering. And uh, just hit me up on Rising Saints Ministry um, the, uh, on Facebook. Those are the two only accounts that I have, my personal. So you, you'll be able to connect my, my Rising Saints ministry page with my personal page. You'll see there, Carlos Martinez. I live in San Diego. And you'll see the, all, all these flyers of where I travel and where I go. Um, I do this for traceability, not not for glorifying myself. It's just traceability in the ministry. And so it, it, it works amazingly. So as far as marketing is concerned, it works amazingly because, you know, this month, these, this year, Um, I'm being reached out. God is honoring opening doors, but that shows the proof of where I've been, you know, um, the churches that I work with, I do not only in church, but I like to do urban outreaches. I hit the streets, um, also urban recreational outreaches out in the parks. I'm working on a permit now for a city down in Arizona, um, that is new to me. The Lord just opened that door. So I'm kind of working on that. But as far as my ministry leaks, check me out on Rising saints ministries on Facebook, um, like I said, you'll see the profile pick it'll be white and then uh you'll see the hands of Jesus crucified for the eyes. The A will be the three nails and the T will be a cross. Hmm. Um you'll see that it'll be black lettering.
3: Yeah, you guys make sure that you add him, follow him on Facebook and uh yes. all that good stuff. Have you ever did any um ministry outreach with Seven or Illuminate or any of those guys doing the gospel You know round?
0: what? Um Seven, I know Seven uh personally. Um, I, I was with him. I, I'm not a rapper, but I've been to him some of his events. Uh it, there was a season of mine, I've been around Seth. Um, you know, definitely he's reaching the community. And actually, man, Seven was the uh, one who actually sparked me to do urban outreaches in the community as yeah. far as parks are concerned. Um I went to one of his uh outreaches, man, and I said, Man, if he can do that, I can do that. Yep. So he sparked me up, man. I, I've talked to him personal personally man I took a few pictures if you go on my facebook on my my home page you'll see pictures of me and Seth. uh did an outreach down in 2016 with one of his uh brothers one of our brothers actually called king david down in, up in compton california he has an album called there was war in heaven um check him out man add him on the book um but he was you know he inspired me you know being around seven started inspiring me being around other artists chh artists as far as luminate um yeah, I I've, I've, I've had a conversation with Luminate man with Nate and uh you know, but not like real personal. Yeah. You know, we I met him I seen him at an event, we hug, we prayed. Just kind of took that path, man, but the brothers got a genuine heart for music yeah, in yeah, the street. Yeah. And so I met some of them brothers, man, Biz, you know, at an event, you know, as far as Trey Hope uh, you know, I never came across Trejo. Oh, really? But uh, yeah, but as far as Trejo's concerned, man, I we used to message back and forth when he first started, and then he just blew up out of the out of I know, <laughs> the right? brother That's just crazy. blew up, yeah,
3: world star hip hop, man. <laughs> amen,
0: amen. But you know what, man? I mean, there's gonna be a time when we come together. Yeah, um, we'll be we'll be coming together, man. Uh, as far as like the mobs concerned, yeah, I know some brothers from there. I've worked with some brothers from the mob themselves. Personally, I've had them at my some of my events, outreaches, stuff like that.
1: Yeah,
0: so, yeah, man. Networking is 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 amazing when you can network with brothers like that, man. It's awesome. Yeah.
5: Right, and bro, it's I- like I said.
0: Okay, go go right ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was. If you got something else, you can go ahead. Yeah. Oh, it's like I said. You know, I'm not a I'm not an artist, but mm-hmm. you know, I don't I don't write music. I don't do none of that. But I love. It's crazy because in my in Rising Saints Ministry. We not only do prophetic seminars, we do prophetic revivals. We do this thing called uh, uh, prophetic worship. Um, we get a full worship team up there, man, and they're just flowing in the music. And then That's we'll the about five, do about four or five Yeah, man, four or five songs. And the spirit's moving. Then I'll get up on the mic, yeah. man, and start prophesying. Yeah. And then boom, and then we get back into worship. It's so intangible. Yeah. But not only all that, but like I said, the urban outreaches in the community. Um, And and CHH events, CHH events also, which is Christian hip hop. And what I like, it's crazy because I don't do music, but what I like to do is I like to go to the cities in other states and get the permits to do an outreach out in the park and get local artists to go and minister in the music. So I don't deal with music, but I like to say, you know, because now these youth, nowadays, man, they listen to all this other hip hop. So when you bring CHH to a community and they're rapping about God and they're ministering about God, you know, it's beautiful to me. Though that's not my gift, but I know that we can reach somebody through that gift, yeah. you know. So I'll deal with the logistics at, at, through the cities, but I love that. I love that mm-hmm. so that's why I love man so love prophetic Yeah, the, with I think artists. yeah
3: man the um prophetic and the uh, music go hand in hand. It's funny when you when you look back in the uh, Old Testament there's a scripture that talks about Samuel coming walking down the hill with the prophets and they were all holding instruments. Like they all had you know what I'm saying? uh djembes and tambourines and stuff and flutes and they all like the prophets would play music. And music is powerful man. King right. David, look at King David with music. He would play music and it would literally the music and it's anointed by a psalmist would loose spirits off of people. Mm. A, a psalmist playing music. Music is powerful, man. We covered that a lot here. And um, yeah, thanks for coming on the show, brother. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are going to um, learn a lot. And, uh, and those prayers, man, are powerful, brother. Thank you for coming on, hanging out with me. No problem,
0: brother. Any time, man. We can always, always a pleasure, man. We can, we can do it again in the, in the future. You just let me know, man. We'll connect and and we'll, you know, we'll keep it like that.
3: Sounds in good, Lord's brother. Hands.
0: Amen. I appreciate right. your appreciate your artwork, man. Appreciate your blessings, your honor, man. Y'all tell y'all, man. Y'all need some artwork. Come to brother Derek, man. He'll, he he <laughs> definitely has the gift, man. I'm telling you. So he's utilizing it, man. What God gave him, so. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you, brother, for all this honor being you know, on the podcast on Truth Seeker. Y'all go continue to spread the word out on Truth Seeker, man. So uh, hit me up on Rising Saints Ministries. Uh, we're on Facebook. So let you know, connect with me. You can even connect to my personal page. So thank you, brother Derek. I appreciate your blessing and it's an honor, brother.
3: Amen, brother. Bless you, bro. Thank you.
0: Okay. You're welcome, all brother.
3: Shalom, shalom. Peace.
0: Shalom. All right.
3: Carlos Martinez rising saints ministry, rising saints outreach. You guys go check him out. It's a good brother. Like I said, it's awesome. How like God brings people in your life. And uh, he, he came in my life to, to do some artwork. You know what I'm saying? And I, I checked out his ministry, what he's doing. I believe in it. So I wanted to have a conversation with him, had him on the show, really good episode. Enjoyed it. We got in, We got to share some really good stories about the prophetic realm, hearing the voice of God, angels and demons and how they operate. All of that stuff. Um, encourages you or engages you and puts a hunger within you to seek out those realms and i hope it did that for a lot of you guys listening so um you guys who want to support what i'm doing head on over to patreon.com backslash true seeker um the link is in the description you can sign up to give anywhere from a dollar five ten fifteen twenty twenty five thirty thirty five forty whatever whatever the lord puts on your heart let the lord use you amen um yeah, if you, you guys get a bunch of cool stuff, though. There's a, you get access to my entire disc, discography. Um, it's like 10 albums. All my old stuff that I don't even promote, it's there. It's available. Fight Music, The Fall of Babylon, The Gathering, um, That They May Know Him, The Manifestations of the Sons of God, Down South State Soldiers, 333, Awaken the Fire, Spiritual Alchemy, a bunch of stuff's on there. Um, and you also get the new stuff. In the last two weeks, I put up two new songs. And uh, I'm getting better. So, yeah, go check those songs out. Getting a lot of good feedback from you guys, too. Thanks to everybody who's supporting. But like I said, a new thing we're trying to, we're trying to push, and I'm getting a lot of clicks on the website to this, but we're talking about the School of the Mystics. And, um, and if you become a patron at any level, you get access to that. And it's going to be our private um, online school that we're doing. It's going to be training and equipping. Um, it's going to be teaching, but for the most part, it's going to be activation where we can actually – have, we can, we can bring it home and we can pray over one another, we can speak the, the words of faith, the words of wisdom, and essentially create an atmosphere where we can try to move in a prophetic, where we can practice the presence of God, practice hearing the voice of God and speaking it out. Many of you guys are sensitive to the spirit realm. Many of you guys are empathic. You're already hearing the voice of God, but you, you've never tried to act on it. Many of you guys are feeling things. You have the, the gifting of the, the discernment of spirits. You can tell what's what's ailing, ailing people, but you've never activated, you've never stepped out. So I believe that the Holy Spirit will um, cater to this, and I've seen it done, and we've done it in a, in a personal place, and, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing, because I've been a part of that. So School of the Mystics, Thursday nights. Um, go to the website. You'll have access there. But uh, sign up, sign up through Patreon to get access, and uh, it's going to be good. Trust me. With that being said, I'm going to say peace and shalom. Uh, more coming. Stay tuned. Lots of good things happening in 2018. Amen. Um, jo- so Joshua, and I know Joshua and Chris is talking about this. I'm going to see, man. So Joshua is saying, he says, if I can't check out the School of the Mystics live, will there be a recording I can watch later? Maybe there may be, I know it's not going to be public because I know it's going to be a place where we can be vulnerable and we can share some, some, some ideas and some things that are bothering us. And, uh, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be candid on there and, uh, it's going to be a place where I can be open with the community. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, which is the next level. Many people uh, watch this podcast and it's like their church service, like they, the, the prayer the information, the teachings, and, and, and even the, just the exploration, like it's their, the only church that they, they know. And, uh, so it's it's the time to take it to the next level. And that's what the, um, the, the, the school of the mystics is going to be about. Um, so I want to be careful. I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be, um, something that can be shared out, but th- I think there may be some ways I can, um, give you access to private links on the website, uh, so, the, so right now, the, the, the page is locked. The only way you can uh, view the page is if you're a patron. So if you go to Patreon, you sign up, and you go to the website, it'll ask for your credentials. You put the credentials in, and you have access to join. So there may be some, some way that we can uh, work it out. Chris says he wish it was Friday. Um, there may be a, uh, a way that we can save it and just have it for you guys there archived. And not being able to share it out. I'm going to see. I'm going to look into it. But I hope so. I hope so. I think we can. With that, I'm going to say peace and shalom.
1: I love you guys. Peace.